Catechize podcast. Today is day 31 of Catechism of the Catholic Church in a year. Today we begin with paragraph 220. God's love is everlasting. For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you. Through Jeremiah, God declares to his people, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. But St. John goes even further when he affirms that God is love. God's very being is love. By sending his only Son in the spirit of love and the fullness of time, God has revealed his innermost secret. God himself is an external change of love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and he has destined us to share in that exchange. Believing in God, the only one, And loving him with all our being has enormous consequences for our whole life. It means coming to know God's greatness and majesty. Behold, God is great and we know him not. Therefore, we must serve God first. It means living in thanksgiving. If God is the only one, everything we are and have comes from him. What have have you that you did not receive? What shall I render to the Lord? for all his bounty to me. It means knowing the unity and true dignity of all men. Everyone is made in the image and likeness of God. It means making good use of created things. Faith in God, the only one, leads us to use everything that is not God only insofar as it brings us closer to him and to detach ourselves from it insofar as it turns us away from him. My Lord and my God, take from me everything that distances me from you. My Lord and my God, give me everything that brings me closer to you. My Lord and my God, detach me from myself to give my all to you. It means trusting God in every circumstance, even in adversity. A prayer of St. Teresa of Jesus wonderfully expresses this trust. Let nothing trouble you. Let nothing frighten you. Everything passes. God never changes. Patience obtains all. Whoever has God wants for nothing. God alone is enough. Father. Thanks, Bill. So this perfect love that God shows us is is himself. I I don't, there's no better way to describe it, uh, you know, outside of quoting John's first letter, right? This understanding that God is love. He is perfect love, that the Trinity is, is not um is not wasn't lacking you know we you know there's kind of that kind of uh, I don't know if it's necessarily cliche but kind of a little goofy saying you know uh we probably learned it sometime in vacation Bible school there's a God-sized hole in your heart that only he can fill and there's some there's a, so much truth to that but but the reverse isn't true right God God's not like sitting up in heaven going man I really can't wait until Jack Berard finally gets his life in order and he can he can follow me and he loves me perfectly right no he's fine he's fine on me but he does still this perfect love desires for us to come back to him right and and be loved by him so perfectly right that's the the core message of of God's self-revelation is that this trinity of persons has so much love that he wants us to experience it <laughs> that it's so perfect that, that we're called into uh, this same relationship. But to be able to receive that has a cost, right? This cost of discipleship that we talk about over and over again. And that's these last few paragraphs, this coming to know him, this living in thanksgiving, this um, 
you know, in the response that we, it then calls out to all men, um, and then created things, and then trusting God in every circumstance. These five points are are kind of um, an extended summary of, of of the great commandments, right? To love God above with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourself. Um, that that's that's how we should should live our whole life. If we don't start with God, of coming to know His wonder and His majesty, well, the rest of this is just going to fall apart. Right? We're not going to have the strength to fulfill all that we are called to do if we do not give it over to him. Right? If we do not uh, have that or, or come to know who, who's the one who gives it to us. right? Because it immediately flows into a life of thanksgiving. This recognition that God is who he says he is. He is, is, right? I am who I am. Uh, he is love. He is truth. He is all of the other things, the perfection of all things. And if we begin to understand that, even as we kind of claim all of the intermediary things that happen to get us there, we ought to to look and say, oh yeah, God, but you you had something in store that whole time. There was re- there's a reason I was born in this time, in this place. There was a There's a purpose to every action that has happened in my life, the fact that I was born into this family or that I was... Uh, placed and there was blessed to be able to go to this school or, or work in this job to be able to say, oh yeah, it's, it's because of this, right? And, and there's a greatness to it and we should ought to give thanks. I am constantly talking about uh, St. Cyprian, who's listed in the Roman canon, um, because I love his martyrdom story, right? He was, he was <laughs> sentenced to death, uh, I, think, I think by mauling of, by animals, right? Because that's a standard way to kill somebody, I guess, back in those times. And uh, on receiving his sentence, right, he was he was given like every out, right? You know, okay, but we get that you say you're Christian and you want your God. That's fine, but you know, just throw some incense on this on this burning coal in front of it. Will you do that for me? And he's like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And he goes, okay, well, here's the thing: because you've now taught other people to follow your God, and it is false. This is a Roman soldier saying it, or proconsul. Um, he says, I, and he gives this really beautiful speech, and then he goes, I sentence you to death by mauling. And his response was, thanks be to God, right? His death <laughs> by a very painful method drew out thanksgiving, right? That's the Christian life, is in the midst of our suffering, we should still be giving thanks. Why? Because God is the one who is in control. This is the response that we should have. But in doing so, we don't do it at the cost of other people, right? That we see this, that we all have the same dignity, that God became man. He didn't become a certain type of man, uh, some sort of false uh, dichotomy that we create over and over and over again, and we never really get away from it. But we're all always should be striving towards a certain uh, God-centered unity. Um, but but the key uh, for for probably most listeners is not going to be uh, leaving but or setting aside sin or coming to know God, but rather learning to trust Him in every circumstance, right? especially especially in those those times in which we think we shouldn't or, or think it's too hard, especially in the moments where um, where where we, where we seem silent or, or distant, right? Yea, though I walk through the valley of death, no evil will I fear, for there he guides me with his crooked staff. That's not a very loud thing, right? It's not his voice that calls out to us. It's, it's the clicking that's really kind of distant, that's really difficult to hear, of back and forth. And 
And you just have to still continue to trust that he's he's there because of this little sign, right? That the sign may be as simple as you're still breathing. You're still you're still able to sit up straight. You're still able to hear his word. It's not too late for you to, to be able to trust, right? And and the, the catechism quotes Saint Saint Teresa of Jesus and and there's another great quote that I think maybe maybe more pertinent, a little more snarky, which is what we I always appreciate. Um, that she was thrown off her horse into a pile of mud, and and she gets up and she says, "God, if this is how you treat your friends, it's no wonder you have so few of them, right?" That, but just with, even in the midst of that kind of snarkiness, I guess we would call it nowadays, it was a deep, deep trust, an abiding uh, knowledge, an abiding um, handing over of herself and her will, a detachment from all the things of the world able to say god uh, it's not that i'm doubting you it's just that i don't understand it but that's okay because you have always been faithful you are the one who is in charge and if i can say yes to you now when it's hard if i can say yes to you in in the moment of of this minor suffering well then you'll bring me to completion you'll bring me to eternity you'll bring me into yourself into this perfect love in which i was created for